Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Pilot's Wife podcast. This is Amy McLaren. I'm seriously going to have to start thinking about whether I call it the ex-Pilot's Wife podcast, but I I don't know. He might, Josh might be a pilot again one day. We'll, we'll see. I still have to think about that. Anyway, today I'm going to talk a little bit about Roshan and I'm going to answer some small parts of the question of will marriage die out because there have been there have been predictions in the media that at the current trend that in 30 years or less than that now people aren't going to be getting married at all so I'm gonna put my two cents in about that but the question the real question is 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 their theory correct and on what grounds because I'm just going to have a look at some of the reasons why less people are getting married these days and what's that about and some days i feel like i'm the only person on this planet that's sad about this that's sad about the idea that less and less people are getting married and nobody wants to get married these days but i'm sure i'm not i know i'm not but it just sometimes you know everybody's kind of like oh yeah fair enough and just accept it accepts it and i'm and i'm like no it's great to get married you must get married <laughs> so we'll see so here's the question, for those of us who don't have a picture-perfect relationship, who don't put our highlights reel on social media and pretend it's all rosy, where can I get some down-to-earth inspiration without any religious barriers? Who can give me real-life encouragement, help me be a better spouse, and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship without becoming a doormat? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren, and this is the Pilot's Wife Podcast. house we like we like this series of cookbooks called the revive cookbooks so they're a series from a cafe in based in Auckland city that make um, I guess dairy free and meat free kind of meals but they're really yummy and they've just been kind of like a standard if you work in the CBD like healthy lunch that that and they've been around for years anyway they've made some cookbooks and one of the recipes in there is called the Olivier and it's apparently a Russian salad and they've got a little blurb about it at the top and it, it talks about how the salad is like the like one of the traditional main traditional salads of Russia when you, when you have a special occasion like if there's a special occasion on like Christmas um, you know wedding then the, this is the this is the salad they make and it's it's gotten to be such a tradition that like when young people are spending you know quite a bit of time together then the family all gets together and says oh should we get out the Olivier you know make the salad because you know they're talking about should we have a wedding celebration with this with this official salad and it's just got me thinking about how they and you know like in Russia and places that have like long steeped tradition that they've got these traditions that that that's you know that's the kind of things you do to celebrate getting married like getting having a special occasion and I was just thinking about weddings that I don't know that we have in the New Zealand culture even like in the, the American culture kind of like you know the, the British Empire sort of like just I know that Brit in Britain they have they have long-standing traditions but um, certainly in the states and in New Zealand, it's like, what is the tradition with weddings? It's like it's 
it's white wedding dresses and cutting the cake and you know all those things that you do on a wedding day but you know I was thinking about well, where did you know, that, that we just kind of grow up thinking oh that's what you do when you have your wedding but it's uh, it's actually isn't actually not always been like that when I was still researching the uh, the wedding magazine that I bought before I before I took it on before I agreed to take it on I did a whole lot of research and I I found a bunch of research or actually a book that somebody wrote about the history of of weddings and how they've kind of morphed into this thing today of just this expensive massive affair of you know party and uh, expensive dresses and you know amazing um you know kind of unaffordable one day kind of events and uh, this, the story is that back in the day people would just put on their best clothes and go to the registry office and get married and often they would have one day off a year and so maybe they you know, they might only get married like on Christmas Day or Boxing Day that was quite a popular day to get married but um, whatever it was you know, people were just dressed in their Sunday best and they would go and get married and it wasn't until kind of magazines started being popular and, um, you know, people are really interested in what rich and famous people are doing. And they'd start profiling the weddings of, you know, famous people and all the amazing, you know, luxury stuff that they would do for the day. And it started to become, you know, a trend that people would kind of try and do the same. And so no longer just, you know, let's get married. Okay, let's do it next week and go to the registry office. But it's like, we've got to plan this event. We've got to, you know, start organising things and have this amazing lavish day. And it just kind of got, kind of reinforced itself as more people sort of followed a trend and, and sort of certain things started to become popular and everybody, did you know, started to do the cutting of the cake and the, um, you know, the throwing of the, the rose petals or whatever it might be. And so, really, uh, it's kind of, it's only been in the last, mm, maybe 80 to 100 years that we've started to do these lavish events. And so, I, I guess that's a long time. And, you know, that's a couple of generations kind of thing. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, when you look at these Russian traditions, and they've got this salad that they make, and, it, you know, that symbolizes a special occasion. But what what do we have in our culture that symbolises the special occasion other than spending a whole lot of money on expensive stuff that's, you know, like, what if we could do just a wedding that didn't cost much but was still, you know, that traditional, oh, we're celebrating a wedding and it's a special day. So, you know, I'm just, like, I'm thinking about that because I just I just noticed that, that there's quite a lot of, I guess people interested in this concept of will marriage die out and the kind of the citations of what the reasons are for the, the trend that is it's kind of like you know half the amount of people that were getting married sort of 40 years ago are getting married today kind of thing and there's kind of three reasons that people were putting forward for this decline and one of them is that people believe that the whole you know the institution of marriage is patriarchal because it's kind of like it's all favored towards the man uh and it's old-fashioned and sort of thing and like 
you know, like that's kind of a small percentage of the, of the people choosing not to get married. But I guess it's it's always going to be like that. Like ever since you know, <laughs> um, women's lib came out and and women were able to do their own thing and stuff. It's kind of like you know that's old fashioned now. And so I get that. And then the second one is that people are putting it off till later, like five years later, ten years later. Certainly that was the story for me and Josh. That it was our plan. Like, I think we had been dating maybe two months or something when we just knew. We both kind of kind of talked about it. That, you know, we both kind of had this feeling that we would get married one day. And But it was like, you know, five years in the future, ten years maybe. <laughs> we weren't in any hurry. And well, we weren't that young. We were 23 when we met. And so, you know, um, putting it off and and one of the major reasons is it's so expensive and we'll just do that one day later like it's such a big event and it's so expensive and it's a big hullabaloo let's just not think about that right now and um, you know like but the reason it's so expensive is because uh, the tradition of weddings is kind of copying all these rich and famous people who have lots of money to spend on their weddings and they do crazy stuff and they spend $10,000 or $100,000 or a million dollars on a dress you know because they can and they have that that money and they want to do some fun stuff with it but you know people who don't really spend that much money on one day like you know we do, <laughs> what if what if the whole idea of you know a wedding day just could change to you know okay maybe we would buy a dress that's in our budget of 500 or something and then you know we'd have it in our backyard or we'd invite less people and, you know, it would be a barbecue. Like, does it have to be this fancy affair? Like, and I know a lot of people just have so much fun planning this and just grow up imagining the day and all that sort of stuff. But I guess it's just because it's it's just kind of that's how you do weddings and then and you've grown up with it and then you think that'll be so cool and I'd love to do that one day. But um, it's become all about that wedding day and then you put it off and then you've gone five years without living as a married couple and um that's five years of developing these semi semi-permanent habits that aren't really you're not married and you haven't made the commitment yet but you've started to develop these patterns and they're not really the the complete one they're not the one that you're going to be stuck with for the next 50 years because you're not married yet and those are the things that cause the issues once you actually get married because you've semi already started this pattern without that commitment and then you you start to things start to eat at you and start to pick at you and you start to have these things you're not comfortable with and then it's like bam we're married now I'm not settling for that anymore I've, I'm done with this we're gonna do this a different way and like you know that sudden like that change from we're going along just fine and we're just easing along and then ah we're married and things have got to change or expectations change and this is all subconscious but this is you know, like one of the I guess one of the reasons why then marriages have problems and then break up. Um, and so I guess, you know, what, what? who's up for doing a cheaper wedding and doing it sooner? I don't know. Like people just don't seem to get the idea that maybe it would just be better if you just did it sooner. Anyway, so that's um, that's a kind of a bigger aha that I had. Like I didn't actually really realise that. And, and we still, I mean, we, we were on a very tight budget when we had our wedding, but I think we still spent mm, just under $10,000 in our wedding. And I don't know where it came from, but, you know, that was totally unaffordable for us. But it was kind of like bare minimum. We, we've really struggled to do anything less than that. I think my dress was $400 or, no, it was less than $400. It was $400 to hire Josh's kilt outfit and his best man's kilt, like, 
$400 total. And then my dress was less than that. <laughs> but that was like, you know, the the wine that you had to buy for everyone and the food. And, and, and we got friends to cater and we just paid for the food. But it's still, you know, and, and the rings, we got not very expensive rings, but it just got up there really quickly. So I know it's a struggle, but, you know, what if we just we just did a a registry office wedding and then came back for a party. Like, if I'd known, like, all that kind of stuff about what it's blown up to be, um, I probably would have done things a whole lot differently. I'd be like, oh, okay, sure. I mean, why do we do all this stuff on a wedding day? Oh, because, you know, and, and yeah, I probably would have done things a whole lot differently. So maybe um, it's a bit late for a lot of people listening to this podcast who are already married, but let's tell our friends. <laughs> let's tell young people. I don't know. Um, and then the third reason that's kind of cited for people not getting married is because women now don't need a man like for financial security and that was kind of always the kind of premise for people getting married in the past was the woman kind of needed the man to be the financial provider so that when she had babies and stuff she wasn't like left high and dry um you know she had someone to look after her and and, and all that. So now, um, you know, women can have careers and there's not as so much of a difference in pay and all that sort of stuff. So women are quite happy to just, oh, I can do it on my own. I don't need a man. And um, that's an interesting one as well because the idea is very similar to, oh, it's an old-fashioned patriarchal kind of institution. And I think that that's, that comes from people who who aren't married and who listen to those myths about you know, how bad marriage is, like marriage is a ball and chain and, you know, there's no fun once you're married and life ends and you're just going to have arguments and divorce anyway. And so it's kind of people choosing not to get married based on these myths that aren't the the truth about, like, successful marriages and how rich the relationship is when you've made that commitment to each other. And it's not, um, it's not like um, the guy is making the commitment to look after his wife as long as the wife kind of stays with him. It's um, you know, it's it's still a commitment, like that one was, but it's a different kind of commitment now. It's like, you know, committing to try at being each other's cheerleader for the rest of our lives, at being each other's best friends, at, at supporting each other in, in each of our goals and promising to kind of recognise each other's values and, and not, not kind of tread on them and like all those things that if you have someone who's that close to you and you can do life with that you've got this agreement with and this commitment, you just, um, you, you can do so much more. Like like the idea of marriage is two, um, when you have two people like going at life, then like the effectiveness is kind of like quadrupled compared to just one person. Like if two people are going at this same, have the same vision and are going towards the same vision, they're much, much more powerful than two individuals going towards that vision like because when when they're together they're more powerful and so marriage is about like combining together to have like more power together like you're more powerful when you're married because you're you're united and that you that unity is so so cool to share with someone when you can you know we can have that bond you can have that commitment together and you know that there's that promise there that you both want to keep and you do when you get married you both intend to keep it and it's just a matter of people kind of losing their way because they get hurt and they don't know how to deal with getting past and, and getting you know getting through conflicts and problem solving and all that sort of stuff. So anyway, will marriage die out? I think if people continue to have these false beliefs about 
one, what you have to have on your wedding day and what you have to do on your wedding day, and two, what marriage is about and 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 the false belief that it's about you know um, about men having the upper hand and about negative myths when it's not, you know then then yeah like I guess less and less people will believe those and, and not get married. But if if people knew the truth, then maybe the trend will change. And so I guess for me, part of my mission is kind of maybe just you know maybe maybe this is a mission of that's really attracting me that's really interesting me is is educating people about the fact that that's that's kind of the wrong idea and um and showing what people showing people what it can really be like and you know describing what it's it's like to be in a committed relationship where you're you're in unison and you're working towards amazing things amazing things together so anyway i'm inspired (laughs) And I hope that uh, I hope that that's inspired you to it. And I hope that you guys are having an awesome week and uh, enjoying the, the weather getting warmer in New Zealand anyway. And um, I will I will look forward to catching you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Kaki te. <laughs>